What up, guys? Talking with Tonka, episode nine. We have a very special guest today, Mr. Fashion himself, <laughs> David Mai. What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on, guys? Nice. They're chilling. Um, it's, it's so funny. On the way over here, we were talking about we should just film this in the car. Yeah. Um, you know, it's obviously it's very uncomfortable for me. So, like, yeah. a little, like, but hopefully as this goes by, like, I get a little bit more. Yeah, you'll loosen up, man. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy, man. It's, uh, it's something that, you know, I had to even learn how to do. You know what I mean? I've never yeah. sat. I, I could talk to people when I'm out and, like, talking. Like, I never brought someone to my house. And then just start talking to them about yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we've been friends for oof, a long time now. And I think I've seen you through no tattoos. Now you're like <laughs> literally oh, have no. them everywhere. I, I It's funny because I told you I was going to bring up a picture of you with Edit no that. tattoos. Edit that. Edit that in. I'm gonna put kind it, of funny. I'm going to put it in because I definitely have one. I just have to find it. It's like it's, at the deep dive. It's it's funny because like I'll, I'll look back at some of my old photos and just like, man, there's like the Jersey Dave. David Mai, and then there's the Philly David Mai, and like I'm a completely, completely different person. Just the way I look, the way I dress, the way yeah. I think, the way I do things, so different. Yeah. Um, you know, and and being Philly, I'm like a different person. When I go back to visit everyone in, in AC, it's just like it's like who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, who is it's this like, guy? Because I remember when I met you, is at Premiere, and you were wearing a suit all the time. Yeah. So like, if you had tattoos, I didn't know you had them because <laughs> you were covered up all the time. Well, I, I don't. Is that something that um, when when was your first tattoo? Uh, the reason why I don't want to get into it. Yeah. It's uh, is it a personal tattoo? No, it's it's more of you know being in a like one of my first serious relationship. Um, okay. You know, it's I've always loved tattoos and and fashion, but. I was in a relationship, a long-term relationship, and we were planning on like a much longer one. Yeah. So I was like saving money to like start a new business and all these things, and yeah. I held back like the things that I love, which is fashion and, and tattoos. Yeah. And um, you know, she ended up cheating on me, oh, and God, like the worst. It it opened the doors for so many different things. It, it that's how I got into nightlife. Right. Uh, that's how I got into like start investing in myself. So right. it was like is the most pitiful point of my so, life. Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's kind of, you know, what my, you know, you, you met Fat Tonka and now, you know, Skinny Tonka, <laughs> right? That's the way Sat Wan describes it, Fat Tonka <laughs> and Skinny Tonka. So like when I was Fat Tonka, I was engaged and then she had a whole nother life that had no idea uh -huh. and broke my heart and did all these things. Like now it literally made me reinvest in myself and now I'm healthier I look better. <laughs> you look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so now, it's like it's pretty it's pretty wild transformation. It's 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 funny because like you bring up like fat Tonka. It's like I that's a race for my memory. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the only telling people only I've only known skinny Tonka though, but you were one of the ones that yeah. I've been in front. Like it's funny how nightlife works, right? So it's like, um, let's say a mutual friend of ours, Danny Diamonds, right? Mm -hmm. He's known me for years. So he's known all of them as well. Yeah, so it's yeah. like the people that are OGs in this game that I've known for a long time, they know both of them. So but like hearing you say it's a race from my memory, I kind of like that. <laughs> it kind of makes Back to the Future make more sense. Like, it's like you went back in time just to race it. You're like, oh, that never happened. <laughs> I mean, that's – it's. I think that has, has a lot to do about you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I see you – like you're really passionate in a lot of things that you do and, yeah. and and you're like not obsessive, but like you put a lot of focus on like, you know, your work, you know, your the way you look and all these things and, yeah. and you're so like passionate about it, like and I forget about the negatives or 
the negative thing that you saw right. yourself like before you made these changes. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, do you see anything like that for you with your with the way you express yourself now, and on, like with your tattoos and your your fashion sense and everything? I I, th- I think I see that in like everyone. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you mentioned, Danny. Like Danny had two different. Like he was a lot much much larger than yeah. what he is now, and yeah. like. But you, I forget about that. Yeah, because same, like, to be honest, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's see, what I, I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and and like what overrides that like viewpoint of people's perception of you, it, it's because like you two are really passionate people, and like you yeah. guys put a lot of like time into who you are as a person. You yeah. forget the negative things. Yeah, I gotta get I mean? him on the yeah. podcast. Actually, Absolutely. I love Danny. He's, yeah, and he's he he's. He's been some places too, so like that'd be really cool to get his perspective, especially on nightlife, just that he's been around the pool, yeah. the AC, and back to Philly, <laughs> and then all these places. You know what I mean? So let's let's go um, let's go from how why David Mai came to Philadelphia. Is that something we can talk about? <laughs> I know. So on the car ride over here, right? I'm gonna give some people a backstory, uh, right? Why Dave takes a sip of his. Uh, we need a shot. Um, is for that this one? Is that is that beer? Yeah, it, it says Stillwater on. <laughs> no, Stillwater is the brand. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. they make phenomenal like brews. Phenomenal. Oh, interesting. Yeah, this is like sake with um mm-hmm. like saison style, so it's like a really hoppy beer, but has like very crisp, clear. Nice. Has like that's why the logo is like you know much Japanese. Yeah, like, like a it. little yeah. It's can very really nice. good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. So on the way over here, and give you guys a little backstory. David, David's a, a just it's his first podcast, right? He's afraid that he, he, <laughs> a lot of people don't know the real David mind, right? So the reason why I want to have you on, I'm going to tell you why I I want you here, right? So I find you very interesting, right? Not only because you your fashion sense is like above and beyond. And you're, ah. I feel like you're years in front of people when it comes to fashion. Like you started wearing pearl, ne- pearl necklaces before anybody. I, it was, it was one of the things probably like four years ago. I was like, I'm going to make this cool. And then there was people yeah. doing it after yeah. that. Like yeah. granted, like there was like celebrities doing it too, but like mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, you were wearing it. Now nine, Bryce Harper wears <laughs> pearl necklaces. So it's like, I'm not saying you influence Pearl Harper by no, Bryce uh, Harper, but I'm saying your your fashion <laughs> sense is like so much light years in front of other people. And so I definitely want to dive into that. I want to dive into your tattoos. Like you, I, like I said, I'd known you when you had like none. Yeah. And now you have like such really cool ones. And I've seen some of the experiences that you have when you're doing it. I see the guy doing it by hand, which mm-hmm. is, I definitely want to talk about because mm-hmm. that is insane. Yeah. And then like you're the wording on yourself, right? The words mm-hmm. that you're using to express and mm-hmm. everything. So that's the, that's why you're here. Is I find you so interesting with the things that you do and how your plants at home. And then now you have this cool cat. Like there's <laughs> so much I want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, there's, so there's three parts of David Mai that oh, I feel like shit. people know nightlife mm. David, right? People know like nightlife David. The asshole David. Yeah. You know, right. so the... let's, let's, let's talk yeah. about David Mai, the person outside of the club that's at home and just wants to dress right and everything. So why did that David Mai, when he came to Philly, who is David Mai? It's, um, for the people in AC, like, yeah. I have a lot of love and respect and appreciation for anyone who's doing anything for, for nightlife in Atlantic City. It's it's just, um, obviously, it's ran by casinos, which is yeah. all corporate. Yes. And Corporate to me is the only thing that holds you down to to doing what you want, and like I have a full creative freedom. Like I, I AC doesn't have that. 
because yeah. of corporate, which is right. nothing wrong with that. You get pros and cons of corporate or not corporate or whatever it may be. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in both, like the structure that I put into my business. Which is good, though. Yeah. That's really good, especially when you're starting your own business and you're running your own nightclubs. Yeah. Because you know how to do it the corporate way and then your own way. And then yeah. you can find a middle ground where, you know, you yeah. can have both. And, you know, I know we're going to start, you know, going in so many different directions, but yeah. like, same when I run my business, like, I, I have a, a a structure, like, systematic structure that corporate taught me and the fundamentals of, like, you know, scheduling or whatever it may be, or payroll, yeah. like, P&Ls, making money and whatever it may be, budgeting, all these things yeah. is vital for business. Right. But remember, business, you have to sell a business and you sell it through personality, like, through... Right. Create like creative direction, like all these things, and and I'm trying to balance all of it. Like you know, with my company, I'm trying to balance like making the ownership happy or my partners happy. Um, then I, I'm I, I'm stressed to to make sure that my staff is happy, making money, and then then you have my peers like yourself and the DJs and yeah. the other club owners and managers and their perspective of what we're doing here, and then my demographic, the people who actually pay the bills. Like so many different directions, I'm trying to balance all at once and. And I get attacked by, you know, so many different ways because they're selective in that department. Yeah. But people forget that I'm balancing all four. And what's, you know what, what I mean? what's funny is I notice that when, like, I come to Pace, right? Mm-hmm. You're always looking around. You're going outside. You're looking around. You're always paying attention. And I feel like a lot of places, managerial-wise, are so focused on one thing. Yeah. Where you're yeah. literally all over the place. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're switching graphics, running out the front door, <laughs> going up the side door. Hey, this guy needs another, this guy's table needs attention. Like, you're very aware. Yeah. And um, I'm very blessed to have the amazing team that I have. I have a, a good team when it comes to management across the board. Like, yeah. it could be... My cleaners, like yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. doesn't doesn't matter. Like you know, my staff knows. Like I try to treat everyone very equal. We all have like a vital point to making this business successful. Like yeah. we need, we all need each other. So the whole system is kind of designed, built to teamwork, camaraderie, um, cross training. Like and you guys do a lot. Of, yeah, like you guys do a lot yeah. of team building stuff too. Yeah, we like you go on. You yeah. guys hang out. Which yeah, is like yeah. unheard of in the nightlife industry. I, I think a lot of people don't prioritize that enough. I, I think outings is when you really get to know your employees or your your coworkers, and when you know someone better, you can adjust the way you work around that person, right? Like if someone's more like finicky on or strong-minded or whatever it may be, then you work around that. If someone who's yeah. outgoing or whatever it may be, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's very important that everyone learns about it, and that's an opportunity for me to learn about everyone yeah. on a more personal level, right? And I tell everyone when we're out, we're just friends, you know? Like, the only time I'm your, your quote-unquote boss, which I hate that word, you know? Yeah. But when I'm the team leader at right. work, then... It's, it's different. You know I kind of like, like that, that, how you change that. That's good. That's so, because yeah. a boss has like a negative annotation to yes. it, right? So yeah. it's like people that's, hate that's their hate boss. Yeah, they yeah, hate yeah, their yeah. boss. Yeah. I hate my boss. I hate my mm-hmm. boss. But do you hate your team leader? Do, would you hate Captain America? No, <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to say my, my team don't hate me. But yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 well, no, they have to hate you to respect you in some ways, ways, right? What, what I try to do is I try to, you know, especially with my team, especially outings, like I, 
see like the party side of David, like the the mm-hmm. fun side where like I'm not just here barking orders or whatever may be doing yeah. quote unquote boss things or whatever it may be. And and even at work I try to balance everything. I try not to do too bossy. I say please. I have a lot of patience. I try not to intervene when I don't need to. Like I pick yeah. and choose my battles sometimes, right? Which like, is good. Yeah. yeah. And it's pros and cons to all of it, but that's like I said in the car with you, like balance yeah. is a huge key to me. And 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 uh, you know, balancing all different priorities within the business that I oversee is, is very important to me. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, and balance is like the key to life. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you have a peaceful workplace that you're balanced, like everything's balanced, everything yeah. is fine. It's like why what like some people hate going to work, mm-hmm. but if you're going to a work environment you like going to, it's like hell. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to work today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like I know people with nine to fives that hate their job. Imagine if they had like that kind of oh. environment. Would That's you hate? Horrible. I, know, oh, I know. But would you hate your nine to five if it was like a good environment? No, I wouldn't hate it. It would. I mean, like I'm not built for that life anymore. I've noticed that. Like well, I've, I, you've known me through, you know, my career. I've always had a day job. Yeah. I mean, and I've finally found the point where I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't want one anymore. It's it's a tough question to ask because you said. You said two things that kind of contradict itself, right? Okay. You said a nine to five. You said a a fun or a happy work environment, right? Is that that's what you said, right? Or yeah. So I, that, that, what I'm saying is like, if you're nine to five, if you're like you weren't in nightlife, your nine to five was mm-hmm. like a happy, mm-hmm. good environment. Mm-hmm. Would you hate going to work? Yes and no. And that's like I said, they kind of yeah, that guy can say kind of drifts. Yeah, it, it, it contradicts himself. Yeah, but you, you don't realize until you actually really think about it. But like, yeah, yeah, out in like. First, you know, when you first hear it, it sounds like a, a positive thing. But yeah, yeah. Thing, because nine to five is the cage, it's the prison yeah, part of it, awful. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's I, I think that's a horrible thing. Um, yeah. Limiting self to just this, you know, eight hours to be productive or to be the business side and then you have to turn off. No, like it's sometimes you have a bad day. Sometimes you're hungover. Sometimes, you, you know, you're heartbroken. Like that nine o'clock hits and you had to change. I, I No, like... You know, my, you know, my staff knows that, like, you know, I come at different times. It's like, depending on what's going on, like, sometimes I could be out doing business things, like, doing outings and supporting people and other things. I might be sick or whatever it may be. And, like, I need to be reflexed. Or sometimes I won't come in because I'm in a bad mood. Or, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I really hate going into work. And I know I do it sometimes. And I try to prevent it. Um, if I have a bad day or whatever's going on, if I'm moody or whatever it may be. I try not to come and work. If I do, I come later. And if I do come, I'm gonna be standoffish. You know, you know what I mean? Like I don't. No, I, I, don't want I get that because I, I get that. I get that. I get those moods too, where it's like, and it's funny because I'm very transparent. I think when people see me out, they kind of can tell, right? Like <laughs> yeah. the other night, you you could tell something was bothering me, and you mm-hmm. can't. What's the matter? All right, mm-hmm. when you're ready to talk to me, come yeah, see me, yeah, right? Yeah. So because you know me for a while, so you can like read me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like. I get it, cause I like I didn't yeah you know, I don't want to be out when I'm like that either. Cause it's like yeah. you you want people to see the fun the fun Tonka the fun David. They want they want to see us being fun, be having a yeah. good time. They don't want to see us down yeah. in the dumps. You know, who wants to see that? Yeah. So, so let's um. So what brought David David my to Philly? What brought you here? So AC would felt like the nine to five part. You okay, know, because the corporate the corporate part. Um, it's just a little bit of everything. I used to get, you know, I consider it bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stuff, some stuff that I would wear. Like, I would wear crazy bow ties and 
I was trying to express myself within a corporate setting, which was suits. Yeah. And I used to mix, mix match, mix, mix match. match. Yeah, yeah, mix Sorry. match. Yeah. <laughs> mix match, like my suits. I would do crazy bold colors, and because um, I was trying to express myself um, within, you know, the lines that I'm allowed to, and um, but even then, it it wasn't enough. Like I couldn't get tattoos, you know. Past That's why past my wrist. Yeah, and, and it goes back because I've been in the casino business. I'm I'm in my late thirties, nineteen, twenty years old, and like back in same back in the sound fucking old shit. I know, yeah, two thousands, early two thousands. Yeah, right? like Brigada, all these casinos were super strict. Like you couldn't even you can't show no tattoos at Brigada. Like yeah, and that was in green in my mind for so long in my upcoming my professional career at the very beginning was this like strict, no tattoo rule, like get no piercings. Boy, men could not wear any piercings. Like, but guy can wear any piercings. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can pierce your ears. Wow. Like, you can pierce them, but like, you have to take them out. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's crazy, right? That's just yeah. 2000s. Yeah. I mean, it's 23 years. That's, fuck, that's I know, dude. Say, I know, trust <laughs> me. I'm with you when I hear that. So, is that so when you so that's what brought you to Philly then more you could be more yourself yeah it was it was a mixture of a little bit of everything like being I lived um, you know for a couple of years there and I felt capped in, in that world right and I felt capped like personally I was just miserable like commuting to work like just you've been AC in the winter times oh, not awesome. uh, yeah. yeah I get it um, you know what so I mean what was v- was Vesper your first job here no um, so. Long story short, my last thing I opened was uh, Premier, part of the, the marketing team there. Um, and I kind of gave them, there's a, there's a deeper reason, but I don't really want to get into that. Yeah, no, that's fine. Too much for, yeah, no. for, for podcasts. Yeah, but, no, it's fine. Uh, I, I gave them a year. I was like, in one year, um, you know, I was striving to be management. I was like ready. I was learning from some of the best people in the game, Danny, JJ, like, yeah. All these people around me, and, and I was like, I, I'm, I'm ready to to go to the next level, right. management, right? Some kind of responsibility, you right. know. Um, so I get premiere a year because they they wanted me to be a VIP host, which I understand, yeah. You know, and uh, start somewhere, right? I, yeah, and um, I told them one year, then my one year anniversary came up, up in yeah. two weeks. I was like, hey, like I love the opportunity, but like. I really believe that I can be a really good operator or manage, manager, and that's what I'm looking for. And uh, my, you know, my manager at the time, like, helped me with that, found me my apartment, helped me find my job, and I got interviewed at Stratus. Is Was that your first one? one? Yeah, that's my first one. I just one. took over yeah. the bookings there last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, funny. It's full, full circle. <laughs> uh, so I got interviewed to be director of nightlife there. Excuse me. Oh, the beer. <laughs> now it's coming up. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so so I get interviewed there, and, and I remember driving up, and I'm in my suit, like, you know, my nicest HQ or premier suit. Yeah. I, I, I go up to the interview, and my GM was uh, an older woman. She had, like, a no-sleeve blouse on, fully tatted. Like neck, arms, wow, cool hair. Her like she had like plugs it's in. Like a culture shock for you. Yeah, I was like, I need to be in Philly. I was like, I got to do whatever I need to do to get this job. 
Like just seeing my boss in that, I go, I can't even have a fucking tattoo on me. Like what? Yeah. And as I go into the interview process, it went really well. And that's why I start stretching my ears. I'm like, I'm getting this job. Like I can now stretch my ears. I wanted to stretch my ears for so long. That's when they're stretched now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like that. Just, and you the, got the job, obviously. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I get the job, and and um, and even then, it was like weird for me, like going from like super strict corporate to yeah. Kimpton, which is corporate, but they they believe in like self-expression, you know, exactly. And, yeah, openness, freedom. There's a lot of p- different personalities, and they support I've that. Noticed that. Yeah, yeah, it's. It I was, did their holiday party, so I definitely noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it changed my perception of corporate, really. Yeah. I was like, this is what corporate can be and that balance of yeah. both. And I've had a lot of, you know, amazing experiences uh, working for Kempton and Stratus. Yeah. And that's why I got to meet a lot more people deeply, like Hollywood and Menace and Scooter and all, you know, all yeah. the, you know, all the OGs, the legends yeah. of, of, of the game, you know. It's just... Yeah, it was. It changed everything. That's when like, Stratus yeah. was like booking big name people too. Right? Yeah, I mean, like this is my first management job. Like mind that, and this was six years ago, and just like I'm overseeing a quarter million dollar budget. Like, yeah, wait, what? Yeah, like they paid for my parking, paid for my cell phone, paid like dry cleaning. Like, well, to be honest, like those kind of things should be. I think if they want you to to look a certain way, use your phone to 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 call, you know, potential clients and like all these things, like your, your coworkers to make sure they're going to be on time and like going over their schedule. Like they should pay or something of yeah. some of those things. So that's that I'm, I'm kind of glad you got to experience that. Cause you yeah. know, the corporate side isn't all that bad, I guess. Huh? Yeah. It was, it was my first, you know, upper man, like my first management job was upper management. Yeah. Like, I, I walked into the company and I was just like, I'm just not like, how long were you there for? I was there for a year. Exactly. Yeah. A year. Yeah. Um, and I, when I took the job, it was my first management job, and I was very nervous about it. Um, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I learned a lot about, like, P&Ls and finances. I used to go down to the, to the finance department and say hi to everyone, front desk, everyone. I just wanted to learn. Like, the entire hotel knew my name, loved me, because I was asking questions. Like, director of finance, director of revenue. I was asking all kinds of questions. Like, hey... The P and L, like blah blah. What am is P and L? In case people don't. Um, P and L is kind of like the the analytics of running a business, right? Okay. Like P and L shows you how much you spend on alcohol, how much you pay on labor, how much the whole nine, how much you make. Like I don't want to get deep into it because yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. whole yeah, yeah. thing. But yeah, yeah. It, it shows you it's basically how you, the breakdown and how you breakdown make, of your business, right? And then how much you need to make money. Exactly. Got you. Okay. Yeah, like that's what P and L is. Gotcha. And like, so I'll go down to the office and I'm like. You know, what does what does this mean? Or like, how do I get this higher? Like, am I spending too much? Whatever it means. I went to every department. I just wanted to learn. Yeah. And um, like, I knew I dropped out of college. Very like, I went to college, community college for like a year, and that's not me. Like, I'm I first off, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. Who so does? Like, <laughs> right. Guess what? what my first major was. Communications. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> Therapist. Oh, I nurse. No, <laughs> ther- I've always wanted to be a therapist. That was yeah. It's the, not too late. The the three dream jobs. I'm gonna ask you the same question. Okay. My three 
if you even have three. I don't even know people who have three. Yeah. One is a tattoo artist. One, I always wanted to be an architectural designer. Okay. And third was the therapist. So the first two, just, <laughs> just from watching your creativeness, like throughout, like my, like me knowing you, like yeah. your tattoos and like everything. Yeah. I feel like the tattoo thing. I feel like you could probably do it. I don't know if you can draw. I know I can't. That's why I'm not. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you couldn't if you can draw. So the tattoo thing is out. But it, it's to be honest, like I think you could pull off the persona <laughs> of both. But the therapist thing, that's definitely not too late to do that. Like, yeah. like see how like we're twenty four minutes in and you're mm-hmm. so much more open now, right? Yeah. Well, I mean I knew I would get comfortable, comfortable. eventually. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, but that's why I'm drinking a little bit of booze and yeah. <laughs> I took a little hit or something right before I got yeah. here. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, three. I just went for the red eye. So I, I don't know if that was one of your questions you prepared for me, but I'm trying to think if I have three oh, dream yeah. jobs. So like yeah. one of them do, I'm doing now, Yeah, you know, working with the Phillies. Like that was like a dream thing for me. But my dream job for the Phillies was the cameraman. Really? Yeah, because I went to school for video production. Okay. So I actually got really cool with like – who we work with is, is called Fanavision, right? So anybody mm-hmm. you see on that big screen, which is called Fanavision, yeah. we control that department. We're mm-hmm. in that department, right? So I happened to tell the director that one day. I went to video production school. I have a digital media degree and all these things. And my my dream job was to be a cameraman for the Phillies. He's like, why didn't you – on your off days next year, why don't you just come in and grab a camera and we'll send you around? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Isn't it like – this? like you say you went – major in that right don't they teach you all that stuff yeah like i know how to, to do it all yeah. I, like i know how to do like what nine does with graphic design i know how to do mm-hmm. all of that stuff really and it's yeah don't do it and i, I learned that nine days on graphics like literally like three months ago i was like yeah what yeah like, you're yeah he's got I mean, really you know good. how much I, I i express how much i love nine in the car yeah, with yeah. you and, and i'm sure we, we don't want to get into that but yeah like, no it's fine we both he have shocks a mutual me every love. time oh, yeah. he's such a talented yeah, man. Yeah, he's a good kid, man. Yeah, and like, absolutely. I, I gave him his first Photoshop program, so I guess I, <laughs> I have to thank myself for that. But my first job would definitely be for the Phillies, and I, I'm doing it just in a different department. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, man, two. I don't even know. Damn, I'm trying to think of when I was a kid. One of them. Two, I have more, but like. That's yes, like I'm three, trying to think, three, man, because yeah. I think my whole life, you know, I – was into movies, like watching movies. So being mm-hmm. in that video production thing, me and my brother used to make, we were in the same college for a while. So we, we made videos and movies together and stuff. So like that was really fun to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the graphics behind it was really fun. So that's kind of mm-hmm. why I went to school for that. But yeah. I don't know if I have a second one. Cause like the first one was so like, well, first one was DJing. Just cause you're doing it doesn't mean that's not one. Well, no, I'm doing my dream job now. Like yeah. DJing for a yeah. living. Like yeah. obviously who doesn't love yeah. that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that wasn't what I was thinking about when I was a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, was I don't think I was I a DJ yet in school? No, I was still a break dancer in in college. So break like, dancer, yeah, oh, I was Jesus. like, yeah, I was a break dancer until, yeah, I want to say the year right before I graduated. I, man, that's a tough question. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to that. If I think of anything, the the reason I'm asking that yeah. is I believe that that's kind of like you make up as you are as a person. It could be like a personality. It could be all types of things, right? Yeah, like. I do like helping people. Yeah. So maybe something to do with that. Like a part of me, I took the cop test at one point because I wanted to be a cop to help okay. people. When you say cop test, I thought it was like, you know, short for like, you know. Oh, no. So you have to take like, <laughs> you have to take a written test <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you have to take like a physical training test, right? Yeah, yeah. So I failed the mile and a half run by like 10 seconds. 
And they were like, Jeez, nah. Is this a physical aspect of that? Yeah, dude. You have to do, like, you have to bench press your body weight. And I was like, this so How is do these easy. big cops that they must not, old, that, you know, donuts, how do they pass no the test in? No idea. Uh, there was people literally walking and passing. So I was like, maybe I just didn't have the right medical note. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally 10 seconds. I passed everything else but 10 seconds. So my biggest thing now, um, like you met my ex, Julie, years ago. So she was real big on the universe, right? So mm-hmm. she kind of like helped me find the universe and like listen to it. That was the universe was telling me that job wasn't for when, me. When you, when you say the universe, are you talking about like the stars? You talk universe as in like universe as a being. Um, I don't know if that makes sense or not. So like I follow my horoscope and stuff, but like that's kind of like, you know I mean, I think um, I don't, I guess that's a good question. So like, <laughs> so, so I think, I, I believe that things happen for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And the universe is behind that, okay. right? So that that's the universe as a being. Right, so the universe yeah. as a being is saying, yeah, yeah, all right, this yeah. guy's not, he's not, he's not meant to be a cop. What's he meant to be? You yeah. know what I mean? So like I was still finding myself, you know what I mean? I wasn't meant to be a cop. And then I fell into a job helping people in a school. So like I was a, um, a technology coordinator. So I took care of all the technology in the building, helping people with technology, right? Mm-hmm. That was like my job. Yeah. And that has always been a part-time job throughout my life. I was a help desk analyst for like eight years. I worked for <laughs> Apple doing the same thing Jeez. for like two years. So I think helping people like in some way, shape or form was number two on my list. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like I always go back to helping people. Like mm-hmm. I was helping someone today with their computer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm always helping people. So that would be number two for sure. That's that's something that you and I are very strongly connected. Yeah, like I have this. I don't know what it is. This this love to help. Yeah, and um, this is a whole like category in itself. But yeah, that's what. Growing up, um, you know, I did whatever I could to help my friends. Anyone that had any issues, kicked out of house. Yeah, in the um, same way. Yeah, you know, couldn't pay for rent. Whatever. I used to house house like a lot of my friends and and people who couldn't get a job and drug abusers all these things like if you have a drug addiction at a young age that that therapist side of me was like let me try to i'm I'm a fixer right right that's something i I can admit as my personality i love fixing people yeah i'm not i'm not saying maybe damage but yeah yeah yeah. it's like helping people in general yeah um and it just it's one of those things like i and long story short there's comes that's where my mentor like side comes out, like mm-hmm. mentoring, you know, all my employees. Right. It could be my management, it could be DJs, it could be bartenders, it could be whoever it may be. I'm just, yeah. I'm always here to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, you know, selfish on the things I've learned, things I know, my experience. Like, no, I, I explain everything to everyone who, what, when, why I do things. And I try to teach everyone because like, I think, when people have an ability to, not ability, but a platform, like LeBron James, or maybe like all the things that you're successful with, like you should be able to speak and, and aspire people and, and, and teach people. Like, I think that's an important thing. And that's one of the things that like, I like really, really value on. Is, is there like, a reason why you brought up LeBron James though? <laughs> <laughs> Me and David, <laughs> I bet him that he wasn't going to go to the Lakers. And I had to get him a jersey. So my first night at Weston Down, what did I do? I brought you a LeBron James Lakers jersey. And you Do you still have it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, love that. You chose who did you choose? 
that he was going to go. I forget. Clippers or something. Yeah, he I was think. not going to go. I didn't think he was going to Lakers. Yeah, I, I was like, he's that. definitely going to Lakers. And, and I and had to buy him a jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I came through. I got <laughs> you the jersey. $120 hours later. It. It's the only jersey bet I've won. <laughs> I've lost like four. <laughs> oh, fuck, you, fuck you who won. I've, I've spent a lot of money on jerseys I've owed. Yeah, right? Damn. It's so funny how, how expensive they are. <sighs> Like and it's 200 like, bucks. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Thankfully, yours was kid size. I got a little bit of a break. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. that was yeah, a, that was a good one. And yeah, I have a video a of you one, doing yeah. a twirl in the blacklight at Weston Down. <laughs> with, in it with Because you wore it the whole night. <laughs> People were like, why is this dude wearing a LeBron James jersey? I, I grew up very competitive with my family. So, like, ball busting. and. Do you, play, do you play sports growing up? Not sports. Um, I played some sports, but yeah. I I did a lot growing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, sports. I've I've done anything and everything. I've yeah. yo-yoed. I've <laughs> yo-yoed. Games. I break danced. I've done whoa tennis. Break dancer. I skate. Like skating. Like figure skating. Not not actual figure skating, but like I wanted I to skate? figure skate at one point. Yeah. Oh like, wow. I did so many different things. Ping pong, tennis. Oh man, you you name it. Really. Bowling, pool. Like, I love bowling. It yeah. just, uh, yeah, I was just. You're an active kid. That's why, basically. I would say active. I was very competitive. So if it, it if it had, uh, you, if you had to play an opponent, you were about it. Any, any, yeah, competition. So if we were to go, if we were to play uh, like a an activity right now, and you're confident that you can beat me at it, what would it be? Like, Everything. <laughs> oh, wow. No confidence. That I'm That's how competitive I'm yet. Wow. And everything. Yeah. Except, so. except the fucking, uh, the DJ booth. You yeah. got me on that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I got you on the visuals though. And maybe, yeah. yeah facts. <laughs> maybe weightlifting. I can get you in weightlifting. <laughs> you got me weightlifting too. <laughs> yeah. But, wow. But so. that's how competitive I am. There's right, a yeah. ping pong place actually that just opened up by Stratus. It's called like Ping Pod. You ever see it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. They try, I don't, I think it'd be cool if it had a bar in there, but I think it's BYOB. But that, I'm be, not sure. Like, isn't, I isn't Spin still around? Uh, isn't that I'm, like a ping pong bar? Like, I believe so. I, I could Kelly be wrong. Spin. I think Kelly. Yeah, I, I think yeah. like Kelly. Shout out to Kelly. Yeah, she, she's, she's working hard. Now, yeah, yeah. Like, especially like a woman DJ, like trying to make it into business. I yeah. know it's very tough. She's grinding. It's, for yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. so I definitely think I, I think I saw her post that place is still. Open. Yeah. Maybe I'll take it. We'll all go there. I have a I have a soft spot for for ping pong. So like every yeah. time, yeah. So like I, a lot of people don't know me. I walk everywhere. Yeah, like that's why I, I, I walk you. literally everywhere. I was gonna let you walk here. So, um, <laughs> well, he's a little far, but yeah, it wasn't that's nice. why I moved it wasn't to Central nice. City. So it wasn't, I can walk anywhere. It wasn't but nice it, enough for your bike either. <laughs> so I used to walk by that new ping pong spot all the time, and I see it like being dead, and just like it breaks my heart because like the love for ping pong and just the love for. An entrepreneur, like opening a business, like it sucks to see, you know, someone opening a business and it doesn't do well. Yeah. And, you know, so like the mixture of all of that, just like, man, like I wish it would be busy. And I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't if it's know how to help that. That's, yeah. It's that's a niche thing, too. Like you gotta, you gotta, it's kind of like those axe throwing places. You had to kind of like, you had to build like a party atmosphere around it. Right. Yeah. It could be anything. Like you, you gotta, like it can't got, just open up and be just one dimensional, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got to offer something else. Like, yeah. look at these. Uh, look at um, a place. Just it was a, it wasn't Center City, and now they moved another location down uh, by the Fillmore. It's called Five Iron, right? It's a, a simulator golf place. Oh, like Top Golf? Is that? 
Kind of, but you're playing on a legit course, but you're okay. hitting against a screen, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So th- there, they have other things to do. Now they have, you know, the bar. They have a little bit of a restaurant vibe to it. So they give you other things to do, right? Yeah. So this ping pong place, that's literally all you think you can do. I don't even think there's a TV in there to watch a game. Yeah. It's just three ping pong tables. But <laughs> yeah, but, but going back to the, the new one, was was it called? Do you remember what it was called? The, the, ping, the ping pod. Ping pod, ping pod. The one, the one on, you're talking about the one on end of chestnut, the one by yep, straps. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, it's on like ping third, pod. third and chestnut. Yeah, ping um, pod. Obviously, we don't know what they're doing or why they open. Maybe right. they're opening just for the like competitive pong. Yeah, or like yeah, a like pong that, camp. Yeah, like not fun. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we go in yeah. and like. This is the racist thing, but the Chinese, right? Like, yeah, they're in like, there trying to school out there you. training. Like, we gotta go up to China and actually go to the fucking Olympics, and that's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Maybe there's that's some, one of those. Maybe there's ping pong sharks in there. It's <laughs> yeah. funny because we're both in, in nightlife, and we yeah. want to like mix nightlife with everything in in in, yeah. in, in life or business, you right? Know? And that's what I, I think. That's it's a smart thing for most businesses because like you're adding the entertainment part of it, right? Like right. Dinner parties, and, and that's what people. I and, think that's the thing they cut first is entertainment. Yeah. It's like you, that's the that's the but last that's the place. Yeah. I know that's the last yeah. place you want to cut money. And my brother used to manage a bar years ago, and uh, he taught me that. He's like, the one thing you don't want to do is cut entertainment because entertainment mm-hmm. keeps people's asses in the seats. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, sometimes during nightlife you want to get rid of the bar stools because you don't want to give people that option to sit down. Mm-hmm. They get they sit down, it's over. Forget mm-hmm. about it. And that's one of the things I, like that I love when people do. They take the seats out of a place. Cause that's the worst thing as a DJ. You're seeing people vibe, but they're sitting down. Yeah. And then your your goal for the end of the night is mm-hmm. to get them to stand. But do you know why the main reason <clears throat> the main reasons why you get moved the parcel? This is like the, the business side of it. Well, I was gonna say so they they stand. They want to drink more. No, like <laughs> they, when when you look at the business, every square footage you calculate uh, like storage, back of house, office. Then then you then you categorize like the square footage of of money right so like how much each, each square footage is making me right and right. the same thing for the bar so like each square footage could be like you know ten dollars or whatever it may be yeah per square footage so when you put a bar there you're clogging that square footage you can't turn it as fast right right like especially in nightlife right and it depending on what you're going for like so that's why like all my managers or whoever is wants to be bar managing, like yeah. I'm really anal about having you no know, cups and stuff that's clogging bar space. That's why all the cups are behind the bar, right? And the bar is clear as much as possible because each clear bar is square footage to make money. You know what I mean? And people don't see it. So that they're way. not putting it over the limes and lemons, and not putting it over <clears throat> the extra cups. The yeah, napkins. because like people are uncomfortable being front of cups or limes right. and stuff yeah. like that. Right? Wow, like that's where a great maybe, right? way of looking at that. It's funny because like I, I eat out a lot, and and uh, last I noticed night, that you have a checklist. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a whole that's a whole different podcast. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I went to Harper Crown. And uh, I'm going to Italy next week, and I haven't eaten cheese in over like three years. Oof. So I'm slowly adding it to my diet because like going to Italy, and not experiencing Italian cuisine. Like I don't eat meat as it is, so I can't. Yeah, you're try. vegan, right? No, well, well, um, you try to be vegan. I was vegan for like two years. Yeah. Um, and then I slowly kind of adjusted my diet based off how what made me happy. You know what I mean? So I added like, eggs. Butter, because I don't sit there and like butters and everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eggs and everything, like I don't not eat pasta because eggs in it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, I. So, yeah, and uh, now I just lost my train of thought. No, so you're adding cheese to your diet because you're going to Italy. Oh yes, oh, Harper yeah. Crown. So, yeah. um, long story short, so I go to Harper Crown. Um, I was by myself, went for happy hour, and I sat down in the bar, 
and uh, HarperCollins does a bar program beautifully. Never I learned a lot of things yeah. sitting there for two hours, and, and I sat there listening to podcasts. And obviously, I multiple reasons I sat there to like learn about what they do at Harper Crown. And uh, the second thing is they're really known for their happy hour. I'm like, why is everyone love coming for happy hour? And I just learned that they do seven days a week. I think seven days or maybe six, uh, four to seven. Most places five, like four to six, yeah. two hours. They do four to seven. So you're accommodating the people that get done at like 3.30 and they're, the 5.30 people. They're trying to monopolize the happy hour. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, why does not every restaurant do this? Yeah. I just learned that. Was the food good? Food was... If you see, if you see my list, like five star is like my favorite. Yeah, Four yeah. is like, I will go back again. And three is like, good. Like above average. And then two and three is like, okay. And yeah. Like, not... I don't really like this place. Yeah. So I don't get a lot of ones, but it's very really hard to get. Maybe you should start a that. food blog or something. Oh, that's a whole different discussion. But because um, <laughs> yeah, you, but have, I, the checklist is pretty intensive. Yeah, I actually last night I thought about um, you know water ice. I count water ice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, water ice. They do a phenomenal job. Shout out to Jay and Hector. I yeah. believe. Uh, they do a phenomenal job, and I was like, I've, um, I'm really passionate about that. And I was like, maybe I should start my own account to do like what's yeah, happening around dude. here. Yeah. I, I thought about that last night and figure out who my partner's going to be. Like I had this whole. Yeah. And then you take great pictures, right? <laughs> yeah. So that was one thing I wanted to talk about is like David's house is like a greenery, like a nursery, what you call that, right? Or is, it, is that nursery for plants? Nursery is where you like raise plants and kind of like. All right. Know. So you have, do you have a, like, Baby plants, or is it all yeah. like? Cause I, I know small there's, nursery, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. your house literally looks like you walk into like a greenhouse. It's just like plants everywhere, and I've only seen it in pictures. But you're so good at taking pictures. It's like you would kill it in the food blog. I think like a food foodie kind of Instagram, maybe even well, TikTok's kind of going <laughs> going out. But like, I'm like too old for TikTok. Yeah, like I'm carousels are back in, right? So like multiple pictures. I think mm-hmm. you would kill it, man. I, I thought about it, and the reason why I thought about this is because um, I'm trying to figure out a way to make money without being at a certain spot or like taking dedicated hours of yeah. my week. No, like yeah. I want I want to be able to put something in where it's I was like making money. I right? was making money off Instagram just doing reels. Mm-hmm. That's why I was yeah. posting reels once a day. I was getting paid yeah. to do that. Yeah. I, I made like like 300 bucks yeah. just making reels. <laughs> so like I've been thinking of this for a long time, like. You know, same like like investing to a property. What I mean, like, yeah. I just need something to to make me money with minimal effort. Like anything you do to make money, you can put in some effort into it, right? So like, yeah. I'm trying to find something that's make me good money with minimal effort, as much as I can. Right. So like that's one of them. You know what I mean? Like, am I gonna go into the Airbnb business where like I buy a spot? Yeah, me and sign my brother were thinking about doing that and sell it. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like do it on a blog. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean? Like, there's so many different ways, and and I just don't want to like, you know. Limit myself to just nightlife or club yeah. manager or whatever it may be. Definitely just doing, think about like, I'm that. I'm trying man. to find you would kill other it. ways to, yeah, to 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 make money. I know. know. I met a girl, um, one of Smooth's friends. She gets paid to go to restaurants and do a a, a video, real review, or a, post a couple of pictures of her being there. Mm-hmm. She gets paid to do that. That's that could be you. <laughs> no, no, dude, that could be you. I'm telling uh, you, with your personality mm-hmm. and all that, dude, you would uh, kill it. Yeah, it's and you love to do it already. Yeah. So all you gotta do is take a couple more pictures, write a little blog post about it, and put it on Instagram. 
Yeah, I um, follow the shit out of that account. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, and and I do get a lot of good positive feedback from just that list that I post on on the story. I get so I'll many. Send you the girl's page, out. and you can just yeah. look at what she does, and yeah. she she kills it, man. She she like she left her full time job put it yeah. that way, just from social media. It's crazy. Right now, I'm like, that's what I'm like most interested in right now. So I'm trying to like put the whole concept together. Like, how am I doing this? How do I sell this? How do I like? What's the muse of it? Like, I can't just do what Water Ice does. I can't just do what everyone does. Like, yeah. I'm not just gonna copy and paste. Something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. I don't do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, so for sure. How do I make it different? Like, am I? You know what I mean? So that's that's like the process. I'm thinking now. Like, okay, I'm gonna come up with a concept, and when I finalize the concept. Can I make money off of it? Like, how successful is this? And that's kind of like what goes in my head. All little different business opportunities that I have, and try to figure out like, okay, is it a good work balance? Like, am I putting a lot of my time into it versus how much I'm getting paid for? Like, just all these things. Right. I'm thinking yeah. Of. Yeah. But think about it. Right. Yeah. You're going out to eat once a week at at a new spot that you want to try. Mm-hmm. You're already doing it. All you gotta do is take whole pictures, write about it, post it. Done. Yeah. It's, I think it's more interesting than that. That's no, that's unfair. That's I think that's unfair to say. That's it. That's it. But that, I disagree. That's like saying they DJ and go back there and just fucking press play and play music. Well, and go that's home. a little that's, different. That's a, I guess I, I don't know, man. There's I a think, lot that goes behind in everything so, that you do. But, I know, but yeah. I'm saying you're 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 picking these places for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. You're picking these places for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you already have the purpose to do it because you're yeah. going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is to get your start, right? Yeah. Name the page, you know, whatever you think. Is, I have a name for it already. What is it? <laughs> uh, unless you don't want to say it. Um. Well, my Instagram name is by David Mai. Yeah, and the the by in front of it is kind of the creative part of it. Like, yeah, this page is created by David Mai. Yeah, and um, so the page would be uh by that Philadelphia, be by Philly. So all the creators is of it Philadelphia. Available? Yeah, I have it. Oh, you could. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say you should yeah. make it like right now. Originally, sort of as a, a photography thing, I would shoot all landscapes, like city landscapes of Philadelphia, showing the beauty of Philly. Yeah, right? everyone. Especially if you don't live in Philadelphia or like Center City, like there's people who live in Philly who live, you know, in the burbs or whatever it may be, right? Like, but like, and those people always see Philly like the news, the gunshots, the the homeless, the the bums outside, the, the trash, how Chinatown smells, like all these yeah, like negative a, things. But all, like, yeah, it's a lot of negative. But everything everything has a positive negative, right? So right. I'll try and show like the beauty of Philly and like yeah. showing the beautiful landscape, the old historic buildings. Um, just, you have an eye for it too. Just all, all things. That's and, going back yeah. to like your Instagram and like taking pictures of your house. It's like it always looks different. It always looks. It looks like you don't like. It's not somewhere you live. Like you found that picture on the internet, <laughs> and it's very good. Your aesthetic is very good, and I think I think you can. I really think you can do it, man. That'd um, be really cool. I'm gonna put some effort into it now. Um, um, it's it's in the concept phase at the moment. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna execute it and. And the personality behind it, just like when you're doing like talking with Tonka, right? Yeah. Like you, that's why every time I give you like, you know, an idea or, or a criticism, like I'm not trying to change what you do. This yeah, is just yeah. Like my like you gave me a great idea on the way here. Yeah. Like let's find someone else that's really into fashion. Mm-hmm. I'll, and then I said, why don't you co-host it with me? Yeah. You co-host me. We'll talk to somebody. I'm down, yeah. that's, I'm down too. So yeah. I'm I'm down to I'm down to do anything. This <laughs> that's what the whole point of this podcast was. Everyone's like, dude, you have a great voice. I can listen to your voice all the time. And like, you have a great voice. One of my one of my, and my camera just went off. Hold on. <laughs> this is the problem I'm having right here. Dang, you broke the you broke the fucking camera, bro. I know the camera. Now, 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 now I'm like taking now, up. Now you were the time slot. Yeah, you're gonna be all on the camera. I don't know how long it went off. <laughs> so, uh, 
now I lost my train of thought. So uh, everyone's like, oh, you have a great voice. Like you should try to do something with it. Right. Cause like, I think my goal is to be on the radio. I want to be on the radio, that, whether it's this show gets on the radio mm-hmm. or I'm just a host of a show. I yeah. think I, I want to be on the radio. Yeah. That's what I'll, that's my next move is to be on the radio. I think voice is such an important aspect when it comes yeah. to like this part of the industry. Right. And, um, if, some of you know and some of you don't like Jay Shetty's a huge huge inspiration to me and the what actually called me on to his podcast he's one mm-hmm. of the I think the number one or top three life coach podcasts in the world or the country yeah um what caught me on originally was his voice and how he delivered what he was trying to say and I had a conversation with uh, a friend of mine the other day about like like Jay Shetty I was like there's hundreds or thousands or millions of life coaches out there like everyone has like this actual content where he talks about like everything they love, depression, everything. Like there's a lot of life coach that has like the, the stats or the facts or whatever it may be, but how do you deliver it? Like where's the personality behind it? And Jay Shady to me is just obviously his image, the way the, the topics that he chooses, but his delivery and his voice, it's so like it's hard to find an adjective, but like welcoming, it's soothing, it's it, like it makes that. me feel yeah. comfortable. It makes me I'll have to check them like, out. I can hear them in the background and whenever you're annoying. You know what I mean? Like I can so anytime I have I listen to him all the time and yeah. And majority of the time I don't want to pay attention. Just <laughs> hearing his voice is just like Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So let's backtrack a little bit. So after Stratus, where'd you go after that? Uh after Stratus, um, so I didn't mention this when we first talked about Stratus. Um, I view Stratus because I didn't go to college as my college. Yeah, because you were asking people questions. Exactly. Learning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just good. wanted to learn. Yeah, um, that's good though. Yeah, everybody needs that stepping stone, right? That's yeah. what everybody. That's what community college is to go to the big school, and then the big school is the next mm-hmm. zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it was your building block and your stepping stone to get to where you are today. Yeah, and, and a lot of people can agree that a year is not a lot. Like a year experience is not a lot in no. in any business. But doing what you were doing, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I I took advantage of it. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people learning as take... much as I can. I ask questions every fucking day where people are starting to annoy it. Like yeah, well that's where my charisma came out. Like I was asking questions, but I wasn't making it annoying. Right? They all I was asking questions and they respected it and loved me for it. But if I was just going and just ask questions, just poking, ask questions, they'll get annoyed. You know, stop giving me genuine answers. Right. So I made it fun. I would come up like, hey, what's up, blah, blah, like, come to Stratus for a shot or drink on me, and what's A plus B? Why is that equal four or whatever? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I was, yeah. like, mixing it in. I was trying to make my learning college experience fun. And, like, so why don't they like, oh, am I bombing this person? Or am I? Okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I was, like, doing multiple things. So yeah. I spent, I asked corporate questions, all these questions. I just learned. I and I was just a yes person. Uh, I couldn't dictate anything. I was just like, sat there and just like, yes. Are you still using all those things you learned today? I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. I use, I use, I use every. I learned every step of of my journey here. I've taken bits and pieces of it. The positive thing I try to not do, and I take the positive I learned from all these experiences and put into what I do. And that's why like especially my staff like they they see like why you do this like, it's very different like the way i run my business the way i see the business the way i market the business everything is just very different and just yeah. like trying to take the best of the things i learned and, and apply that to it yeah to for I sure do. yeah 
You know what? Let's switch gears here, right? <laughs> so I know we were talking. About I didn't answer the question after after uh, Stratus. I went to uh, Best Night Club. That's what I, I thought. I, I, that's what I thought. But let's switch gears real quick because yeah. um, I feel like we're talking about a lot of business stuff and stuff like that. So your fashion sense, okay? Is it inspired by anybody or um, a, a certain like Instagram accounts or anything? Or is this just you expressing yourself? Everything. Yeah, I get inspired by everything, and it's a lot of it's Instagram, a lot of it's peers. Um, that's why I walk a lot. Like I walk throughout the city. Um, I probably do. I probably walk around the city three, four times a week, and I explore different neighborhoods of the city and just see, just people watching, um, walking different stores. Uh, just you know, you can follow your rappers and style icons justin bieber all these things yeah and so like it's a mixture of everything and, and whatever inspires me that day is what i normally dress that day so sometimes i'll go like straight grungy like punk rock and then one day i'll go like oversized streetwear like justin bieber and the next day i'm wearing like you know we're inspired by the japanese where it's minimal neutral tones you know like Jerry from Fear of God, like, yeah. inspires me a lot. You know what I mean? Just, like, whatever inspires me that day, whatever see, like, that sticks out to me, then I, like... Your wardrobe must be insane. Oh, my... Uh, what your sneaker collection is? Yeah. If, if y'all can see, I don't... This camera, yeah, you can see, ha- that camera, camera, you see it, like... Yeah. Obviously, this is probably, like, only an eighth of what you have. Yeah. My clothing, this time's, like, ten. So, like, wow. I have... Literally go to my wardrobe, you can find anything from, like, I wear a lot of thrift, a lot of women clothes, um, a lot of, like, luxury brands, like Fear of God. Then I have, like, street clothes, like, uh, Stussy to, you know, Bape to Supreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at my Doc Martens, then I got my, like, my A1s, then, yeah. like... Your Reeboks. Every, Reeboks to, <laughs> to everything, so, like... It shows to my fashion sense or like my closet. It's like whatever I'm inspired by that. Yeah, day. you know what I mean. Yeah, because I I don't yeah. I, I and I I want to say this. I don't think I've seen you wear the same outfit twice. I try not to because I know. Obviously, I go out a lot, and especially when yeah. I walk around a lot. Like some stuff that I wear like stands out. So when it stands out, people remember like what you wore, or you know what I mean. So yeah. if I wear like a bright yellow jacket, if I wear it like a week later, like oh. Why the fuck are you wearing the statement a week later? Yeah. But it stands out. So that's funny. I think about that sometimes. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I, as you know, I work at Barstool a lot. They sell liquid death water there, right? So I, I used to get liquid death delivered to my house, right? And then they told me it was cheaper on Amazon to go through Amazon. And I was like, oh, I don't know why a business is telling me to go somewhere else. But that's yeah, yeah, besides yeah. the point. So I would buy so much liquid death off their website. I got like points, right? So my mm-hmm. cats have a toy, a liquid death can toy. <laughs> I have liquid death shirts. So yeah. I wore this sick, like, WrestleMania-inspired Liquid Death shirt. Everybody loved it. Wait, how do you get that for shit? Could you accrue points, like, when you buy oh, so certain they, things? Oh, they have, like, a reward system. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. And then sometimes they do, like, crazy drops where I'll just buy it. It was, like, 30 bucks, and I was buying yeah. it. And it was, like, oversized. It's a really great shirt. And I don't really wear oversized stuff, but it, like, fit me kind of well for oversized. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyway... And I wore it, and I was like, I can't wear that again because I was there the next week. And I was like, it was washed. It was in my closet. I was like, I can't wear that again. I just wore it. I did it anyway. People noticed. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, did you wear that, that really? last week? Because it's a wow. sick shirt. It's so sick. It's, it's. I love that shirt so much. No one ever said that to me. If someone's like, you wore this, like, 
I would like. Did he wear that last? I'd be like, fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. People notice because uh, like I think Uber. It, I, I think it's because like <laughs> I, I I kind of get funny with it. Like because I drink a lot of water when I'm working, so I'm like I'll point at the shirt. I'm like when the bartender like you need a drink, I'm best point at my shirt. So I think that's what kind of like you know uh, like help okay. hurt me in that aspect. But yeah, I'm trying to think. If I've ever seen you wear the same outfit twice. When, when it comes to fashion, the bolder things that you wear, the less often you have to wear it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That, that's why a lot of my wardrobe, I try not to, like, obviously, you say I wear a lot of bold things. In my mind, it's not bold. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And before I came here, I was watching Next in Fashion, right? Literally, when you picked me up. Yeah. Season two. And, you know, just, like, I get inspired by just all the different designers there. And, like, they're unique, all these things. I'm like, what can I add? But, like, what they do is, like, extremely bold. Like, yeah, yeah. guys wearing, like, you know, where their arms are, are in that color showing. Like, all these, like, women-inspired, like, design. That's why I wear a lot of women clothes. I love, that's, like, my boldness of it, right? Like, some of the things that women can get away with and men can't because society tells you it can't. I'm yeah. trying to bridge that. And, like, yeah. I can do that. You yeah, know what I mean? You're definitely and, one of the people I think it can pull it off. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, yeah. It's amazing because sometimes I'm like, and your accessories, you know how to accessorize too. Like, I, <laughs> like I don't, like I don't, I don't accessorize. Like I have my eye watch. Like Eddie's now, he's wearing rings and all these things because of Ray. Ray's yeah. inspiring him to yeah. be more fashionable, yeah, right? Ray's phenomenal at that. Yeah, she's yeah. great accessorizing. Look, you have like you have a watch on, <laughs> like a, two, three bracelets, a bunch of rings. Like I don't, so I don't even know where to begin. Like, where do we get a pinky ring? Maybe <laughs> get a but, pinky ring. Just like every everything that you do, there's like complexity to it, and there's layers to it. And the more layers you see in it, like the better at it you you'll, you'll be at it, right? Yeah. So yeah. like fashion to me was almost like a four to six layers to it. It's um, some of the the things that I follow is always three colors that either contrast with each other or go well with each other, right? Like mm-hmm. any three colors. Like right now I'm wearing like black and and mainly black and normally i have like a lot more different colors today i was more inspired by just i don't wear a lot of black so i was like you know normally i have like a different that's why i wear a lot of different color beanies the beanie yeah. would be like the accent piece right so three colors is very important three colors and two to three different textures textures or fit so like oversized is one like see this how furry this is yeah yeah furry with flat and denim you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So like yeah. you use accessories that way too. Like accessories add like the shine or the, the the different details. You want like three different layers of texture to it too. And people don't see it. People just think like matching one color is That's kinda what I do. <laughs> I'm not I'm trying to knock but... No, 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 no. I I don't know any better. So like I I I'm pretty sure people notice this by now, but like if my like my sneakers are multicolor right now, because mm-hmm. I don't have this color green and many pairs of shoes, right? So yeah. this, these shoes are multicolor. So I know mm-hmm. this color is in there somewhere yeah. and these go good with this color pants. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm good with that. You know what yeah. I mean? But I, when I go to the gym, mm-hmm. people usually don't care what they look like, but I mm-hmm. ha- always have to match. Mm-hmm. I have shoes that match every gym outfit. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I think matching is horrible fashion. I think that I'm really? sorry. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's, that's all. I, that was, I, I think. But that's yeah. what I was brought up doing like that. So yeah. I don't, that's why I don't know any better. I have no idea. So I always match. Always. Yeah. I, I think you look good. I'm not yeah. I'm not here to knock your style. Like no, don't, no, don't, no. don't get me wrong. No, I, just, no. I think the the first barrier and, and you said it correctly, just like growing up or like what society tells you what like that's like to me, it's like the first level of, of styling or, or fashion is to match. Right. And that's you doing fashion or styling a disservice because it's not just matching. 
matching is not no is matching in a different way matching different colors i think like you wearing that smooth shirt with that green yeah i would not wear any other green on you i wear something that will go with the green like i'll do like a tan or brown or pink like green and pink goes very well right green and white goes very well right green and black goes very well huh. right green and blue don't go well yeah. you know what i'm saying like because i'm always so fixated on the most bold color right yeah. so like i have um these shoes right here yeah right so uh so if people can't people on the podcast uh the listening side can't see it i'm holding a kobe i think this is an eight it's like uh, <laughs> no, I know what that is. it's like pink <laughs> that fades into purple and it has neon green so like you know what i what shirt i would wear with this a plain black shirt so I'm I'm obviously doing this shoe at the service, right? No, I no? I, I, I no, it's the opposite. You're doing okay. a great service because oh, this is the accent point. Exactly, accent. that's that's the that's the what's the word for it? Um, the star. Yeah. Of your outfit. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So when you wear all black, it's because you don't want to take away from your shoe. Yeah. That's well. That's, also, it's a good I don't thing. think I have anything this pink or this purple in my wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> so you, like. I usually focus sneaker buying around the colors or like their Jurassic Park shoes right there. Yeah. I have a shirt that goes with them. Yeah. I won't wear them with anything else. Yeah. This this is where my opinion like is like very is very different. Um I love sneakers. But you just opened my eyes to yeah. that. Because now I'm thinking I'm so focused on taking like uh this purple shoe, right? I'm taking yeah. this purple shoe and I'm like, all right, I gotta find a purple shoe that's close to matching this to mm -hmm. wear it. Mm -hmm. But if I wear a complimentary color that goes with it, mm -hmm. instead of this exact color, mm -hmm. I can still pull it off. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to try it. It's I'm going to try it because people know me to match all the time. <laughs> I'm going to try this. If you see me out and you notice that I am, you, I'm trying to match the color instead of be the exact color. Exactly. Point it out and, <laughs> and let me know. <laughs> the I'm, I don't consider myself a sneakerhead. I own a lot of sneakers. I own a lot of shoes. I'm not a sneakerhead. Yeah. And there's a reason why I'm not a sneakerhead. Is um, like I have a great collection. I I like some of them. It's yeah. it's not my thing. Why? Because each of your shoe has like five, six different colors, and it's it's too like pinpointed just to your shoes. I do that. Like you see that colorway. Like all your shoe colorway. I do that my entire outfit. That's the difference. Mm. When I wear that shoe then it limits me what I could do with the rest of my outfit. Yeah. So that, right? That's that's kind of the struggle I have, I think, sometimes, because I'm so fixated on matching, like, the certain blues. Mm -hmm. just, I should just find complementary colors. Yeah. And, and all this, like, I, I, I got a lot of, like, you know, Jordan 1 highs, right? Yeah. And all of yeah, them, I, 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 lo I love the highs because they're a singular color. I use that to, to go with the rest of my outfit, instead of that being the outfit. So it's like your base, maybe. A base, yeah. or it can be an accent piece, or it could be like whatever well, it, it could be. be you're an accessory. Exactly. I see shoe as an accessory, not as... So you're looking at the outfit from the middle out. Yes. Yep. Wow. Or, or, no, it could be... That's not the middle out. Like, it could be... But like I said... still, like, that's like mind-blowing to me. Yeah, like whatever I'm inspired by. Like if I'm inspired by, you know, let's say... I know this um, very, room is very bland, but... <laughs> no, it's, it's not bland. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone sees... Well, I mean, it's for, for ideas to pick from. Yeah, it's... Like Doc know, Brown's outfit in Back to the Future 2. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> that's like why. I mean, you can't really see the camera, but... Yeah, like, yeah. His jacket is, is the main piece. Everything else yeah. goes with it, yeah. right? Like, the, yeah. these are the two pieces. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like... Wow, I when, never when thought you have, about Yeah, when that. you have so much personality in one piece, 
it's hard to express that in the rest of it. Now, that's that's how I see fashion. I see fashion balance, right? And like some people agree, some people disagree. That's fine. Like yeah. some of the more eclectic or whatever, like the Asian Hardys of the world, like yeah, yeah, yeah. where they have a lot of personality in all aspects of the piece. Right. There's no wrong way of, of styling or, or fashion. It's how you perceive it. And that's how I perceive it. And yeah. I want my whole outfit to kind of be like coincide with <laughs> I think, my jaws on the ground. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> this and, is conspiring as fuck, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> and and we, we talked, we talked in the car about yeah. like, you know, style. And, and then I go, you know, everyone has a level of style or fashion sense. Right. And, and everyone, you know, like, Yourself, you're, you're more shoe based, and your style is based off of that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I think you look good. Yeah. But like, but if you're trying to like broaden your horizon, that's what I told you. Like, I wear so many different styles and genres. Yeah. That like so I can fixated on that matching part, man. Yeah. Stop thinking that way, man. Yeah. Like, you gotta because I, I even when I layer when I wear a flannel over a shirt, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm overthinking the shit out of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, these colors don't really go together. Like, what am I supposed to do? I literally have this pink Weezer shirt that I was wearing to a throwback. Pink Weezer. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it was super. I need, I need to see yeah, that. it's like a that sounds robot. Cool. If I ever find one, if I ever find it again, I'll show you. My room is a disaster area right now. So I bought that shirt and I was like, wow, I have a flannel with pink in it, and it was. It's like black, navy, blue, and pink. I was like, I'm wearing it, and it. I wore it to this like. I think it was Wait, like a, you wore the the pink and the flannel, and what shoes had pink in it? Uh, no, the shirt. The shoes were plain. The shoes okay. were white Reeboks yeah. with navy blue writing on it. Okay. So the outfit was perfect. People yeah. were like, "Yo, this is a dope outfit." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I did this myself," but it matched. Yeah. But the 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 shoes weren't the main focus. Mm-hmm. That was the first time it's ever happened. Yeah, I was so proud that I, <laughs> I was so proud that I layered perfectly because I'm some because I one day I put like a shirt on, and I'm I'm like in this like uh, bulking. And then now I'm trying to like lean face. So like mm-hmm. a lot of shirts are a little tight fitting now. Mm-hmm. So like I wear a flannel on top of it. Mm-hmm. So like I only had one clean flannel. And I already had a shirt on. I was like. Oh man, this is gonna be tough. I don't know if I might have to like button my shirt or something. I can't let it like hang free because I was like, I don't know if this matches, man. I was like, and then, but now mm-hmm. it doesn't really need to match. It just needs to like it needs to match, I guess, in a sense, but it needs to be a complementary color to yeah. it, right? Yeah. So it's not like black goes with gray and like tan. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like it has to be a complementary yeah. tone or whatever. And you, and, and you gotta learn what complements each color too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I said, though, I told you that green. Like yeah. a lot of people don't know, like pink. Like baby pink goes really well with like the equals green, you yeah. Know? Like pink goes really well with brown, goes well with black, goes well with a lot of different colors that you most people don't think. And yeah. that's just like you're blowing my mind. And then, right now. And, <laughs> but like, that, but that's just two colors. Then you look yeah. at three colors and four colors and five colors. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, and that's where the boldness comes. I, I think fashion. Obviously, the main the main point of fashion is expressing yourself. And that's another reason why, like, I try to be open-minded. So I, everything I look into is open-minded. So when I look at fashion, it's open-minded. Okay, I, you know, I started with matching two, then I, then I went to three, and then I went to four, and I went to five, and I'm learning the different combinations of what goes well with each other, and and I, in pushing the boundaries, just like, and sh- you should do that with all aspects of your like business or personal. Like I do that with my yeah. fashion, my tattoos, my work. I push the boundaries of like, oh, everyone might not agree with it, but I'm gonna push it, and I'm gonna test it and see how it works and you know and at the end of the day like 
honestly, I don't really care what people think. Like, people don't know what I'm trying to do or how am I trying to speak or, or, or what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm testing me. Yeah. And I'm growing me as a person. Yeah. So your opinion wow. to me, I don't care about what you think because I'm not growing you. I'm growing me. Right. Like, I dress for me, homie, not for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, like, my pearls, all these things is, like, I'm not trying to press y'all. I'm, I'm trying to press me. Like, how, yeah. how can I, how far can I take this? Yeah, that's what's up. And not, like, yeah, people will tell me, like, what are you wearing? But, like, not, like, all the time, like, questioning too often. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's why I try, like, push, I push it, but I don't, like, really cross it. Right. And that's why watching shows like Next in Fashion, they, like, blow that boundary away. And, like, yeah, that's yeah. admirable to me. Like, that's, like, ballsy. And I'm, like, I'm trying to get closer to that as much as I can. And I'm, like, that's not my own personal fashion. I was, we were going to talk about your tattoos, right? Yeah. So when I met you, you know, obviously I couldn't see. I think you had, you might have had this side, right? Yeah, I had, I had this in AC. Yeah, yeah you had that. But that's about it, though. Yeah, yeah. So, like. <laughs> What is I mean, I don't know, can see it what what was your next tattoo after your sleeve, and we'll go from there. Do you remember? No, absolutely not. No, no. So what's inspiring these tattoos? Is there a do you have like a theme uh, going on? Uh, it, it 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 actually goes pretty deep. Yeah. The reason this is the craziest thing, but um, low self esteem. Really. So growing up, I'm very thin. As you, as you can't tell. Yeah. And it was my way of hiding my flaws was the reason why. I, initially, the reason why I got into tattoos. I was trying to find a way to hide how thin I was. Because I got bullied my entire life, how thin I was. Really? So every, yeah. I was just bullied mentally. It's usually, it's usually the opposite. It's What people don't understand is weight shaming goes both ways. Not just on the heavy side. Yeah, I guess I, like, I, I, I was heavy my whole life, so I guess I kind yeah, of experienced exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. So you were on the opposite side of me, but we went through the same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you worked out. You, you find a way to be okay with the way you look. Right. In a day, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think you're no real build. Yeah. Right? You're, I don't think you're, you're too thin or you're too big, but whatever your weight is now, yeah. you seem pretty happy. Like, yeah, very happy. Like, yeah. the old... Fat Tonka. Fat Tonka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until yeah. now, you're much yeah. more open. You're much more personable, like charismatic, all these things, because you're happy of the way you look. And I think I think you compliment. I think you said something to me the other one day because I was wearing like a white shirt. You're like, I don't think I've ever seen you wear a white shirt because <laughs> I was so afraid to wear them because yeah. I'm like, people are going to see my fat rolls yeah. or my love handles mm-hmm. or something like that. I was so – when I first got, got like in shape and everything, the first thing I wanted to do was wear a white shirt yeah. or a cutoff or yeah. something. I wanted to do that. And – the first thing you learned that when you lost that weight, or I hope you learned this, is is that people's perspective of you is based off how you feel about yourself. Right. When you when you when you're confident because you were happy the way you look. Yeah. You express your confidence. They think you look good because you're confident. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I use tattoos to cover my flaws. To you, it might sound crazy, but to me. It made me happy with the way I look. Yeah. So then I was confident or comfortable to talk to women or wear what I wanted to wear because I was confident and I needed to express or show that I was confident. Yeah. I just no, need to be happy that. with the way I think. Yeah. yeah so tattoos had a lot to do with that. So yeah. when you know when I lost all that weight, you know, uh, I was at a day club and nine was like, I can't pay you to keep your shirt on now. I was like, so I, <laughs> I that was that was when I realized like, I got so confident in my own skin, yeah. like I never wore a shirt, and then I realized you know like. 
you know, body hair and all these other things. Yeah. So like, you know, I don't have any body hair now. Cause like, I feel like that's gross. So mm-hmm. it's like when I have body yeah. hair and I'm, my shirt's off, I'm like, yeah, that's gross. Yeah. You know, so I'll, I shave it or whatever. But yeah. so it's like the confidence part. So this it's, makes you confident. Yes. And you know, like, uh, Danny, Danny's a very good friend of mine. He lost yeah. a lot of weight and yeah. is he still somewhat a little he- on heavier side? Yeah. yeah. But I see a drastic change. Like oh, he's yeah. so much more happier, like yeah. confident. And mm-hmm. he's, he's not my size. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but he walks through there confident. The way he approaches customers, the way he his has 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 hospitality has skyrocketed because he's confident. Yeah, and like, and he's just a good dude. He's man. just a good dude. Yeah, and he like hits, he hits he hits me up and checks on me once in a while. He's a good dude. <laughs> yeah. he, and it, Shout he, out to him, man. Got yeah. mad. nothing below for that. Yeah, man. I gotta get him on, man. man. Yeah, he's absolutely. he's he definitely got some yeah. stuff to talk about. But uh, so let's talk about like uh, the one guy that tattoos you with just the the one needle. Right? So is that like a certain style or yeah? So obviously you know being thin is what got me into tattoos originally. And then I fell in love with it. Then I became obsessive over it. Over it. So um, I have I have a lot of like a lot of my tattoos. Um, some are like really out there, and some are like basic shit. Right? Like I have a star on my shoulder here. Or yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah. star was trending at the time. I, I try to like, get trendy tattoos as much as I can. Although like. Social media is kind of what like influenced us to follow trendy things, and that goes with fashion in my tattoos too. So then I found um, through uh, one of my bartenders had an artist that did stick and poke. I go right there, and then I was like, beautiful. Like I didn't even look at her work. I was like, just something different was that was what I wanted. So then I reached out, and she does a lot of like organic, like floral stuff, like rocks, wood. A lot of nature stuff, and uh, so I end up going to her, and stick, and and I learned that it's a lot less painful. <laughs> Wait, really? A lot less painful. Yes. Oh my god. So that's like my for all you want to get tatted and all that stuff. That's a that's a a trick or a tip is is get stick and poke. It's so much less pain. Really? Than, yeah. Yeah. What uh, what is? Do you have any visible right now um, that she's done? She done a lot. She did my head. That's why I want to do second poke because I'm scared of the actual gun to do my head. That um, was all that. Yeah, this whole thing is stick and poke here. What? Um, everything in my neck is stick and poke. All is stick and poke. How long does that words. take? It takes a lot longer. Not a lot longer, but fairly long, almost twice as long. Because if you don't know, a, a tattoo gun is million it's, things it's, at once. Yeah, yeah, it's very fast poking, so it almost feels like you're getting cut. With stick poke is much slower, so you can feel each poke, but it, it doesn't. It's not as like aggressive. So, is the needle wider or is no, it? This, she uses the same needle. Like when when you get tattoo gun, depending on like the different lines or different shades that you want, they'll they'll do like you know eight needles to one needle to three needles, depending on what they're trying to get and how deep they go. Right. So like, um, so she she changes her needle based on what she's trying to get. So sometimes she'll. Use like a thicker needle or a thinner needle, depending on how thin or how like much detail that she wants to put into it. She changes it, so that's she literally does. She just replicates the gun, but she does it by hand. That's what bro. It's on your ear. Yeah, she did my ears. She did all my neck, my head. She did my entire back. Uh, She did a bunch of pieces. Um, She did a lot of my fingers. She did both my hands here, like all this. She did all this, not this, but like my fingers. Um, Anything like any. That's why I love her, because I tell her all the time. I'm like, 
I go to you because like you do all my sensitive areas, like my head, my neck, like underarm or my fingers or my whatever. Like the obviously the pain tolerance is different from each person, right? Like I'm much thinner, skinnier, and so like certain spots or hurts me more than like I use someone numb, like you or, or I use numbing cream now. Oh, I don't. I've never used numbing cream. <laughs> yeah, I did in certain these. The, I never, I never used it before. Mm-hmm. And then, Does it work? Yeah, really. Uh, it's only like a two-hour window, two and a half-hour window. So that's, that's funny. Like, I got so many tattoos that I've never actually yeah, had them so like before. This yeah. inside, I think it was back here. That's the first time I tried it. Yeah. Or no, it was right here. The thing I did for my mom was right here. Everyone was like, "Dude, that's the worst pain I ever tried yeah. in my life." I tried this numbing cream, but I didn't feel a thing. This was the worst. Oh man, You're... Oh, dude, I didn't feel a thing. Don't try other places. <laughs> I know, right? So I, I he did back. He did my yeah. uh, my whole arm is done, right? Yeah. All this I sat through all that. I sat through all this pain, 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 pain for hours. Did this? I won't turn back. I'll never get one without it now. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, like I I don't think I've ever can because like I because now I know that I can do it pain free, but yeah, I can it, actually it, sit longer now, right? So my my okay. limit with pain was two and a half hours. Okay. That's my limit, right? Yeah. So now I can sit for like four hours. I'll do two and a half wow. hours, no pain, and then two hours with pain. So I can sit longer now so I, like, I can get cooler shit like because I don't have to go back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just get it done in one shot. Like I'm getting my chest done, right? Yeah. But I, was, I actually had to move that appointment just because, you know, the way the timing was, I like I was going like two weeks from – I get I get, a point, I get an appointment tomorrow, and then I was supposed to go back yeah. in like two and a half weeks. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can pull that off, you know? So I just pushed it further out. But I'm like – Definitely using that on my chest. How how early do you put the numbing cream before you? So that's the. It's funny. I get a lot of tattoos. And I'm asking you tattoo questions. Yeah. So that's like a that's like a tricky part, right? It has yeah. it has to be on your skin and then saran wrapped for 40 minutes. Really? Okay. So the last tattoo appointment I had, I was stuck in traffic, and it took me. It usually takes me 40 minutes to get there. It took me an hour and a half. Ooh. So the numbing cream. Wore oh, so you off. put the numbing cream before you got in the car? Yeah. And it wore off. I thought you were out there. Oh yep. shit, dude, it was wild. So I was like, I. I I wasn't feeling anything, anything, and then bang. It's like, it's like, it's literally, it's really hard to describe because you're literally feeling just this, like your finger dragging against your skin. That's uh-huh. what you're feeling. Really? This pressure. And Is then, that good? And out of nowhere, man, it was like, bam. It's like need- something like God flipped a switch and was like, yep, you're feeling the pain. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And he was like, he was like in the crevices of my arm yeah. and, my, and like my elbow. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like dying. I- I'm scared because I got loud. I got. A little stuff close to my armpit, but I'm getting my whole armpit done this summer. And bro, that I'm scared. I, so he yeah. has to go in there tomorrow. He has to go all. He has to do this whole part right here, yeah. right above where like my arm hair would start. And I'm doing my actual armpit, like. Oh yeah, you're gonna if you want. I have I have I have a bottle. If you want to try it? It's, I, it's literally lidocaine cream. It's all natural stuff. Like, well, I got lidocaine is probably not natural. It's a chemical. But are you are you bad with pain? Yes, I'm terrible with pain. So am I. But what? <laughs> no, I I, I am. I, but you're you have like that one was done with a gun. The eyeballs were done with a gun. Yeah, right? this, this yeah this is all gone here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Like that, that's this, a, this whole sleeve was majority gun. That's a painful area too. The inside of your arm was painful, right? Yeah. Um, they all hurt for the people at home. That yeah, they, about, they all uh, hurt. they all that's, hurt. That's the worst fucking question. Oh, dude, I, I hate that. Does does your tattoo hurt? What the kind fuck of, do you think? Yeah, there's needle. I'm getting cut open. There's people who are like, I fall asleep. I'm like, no, you don't. I I actually did. Really? Multiple times. Yeah. See with the numbing cream, I could fall asleep, but I never use numbing cream. I know I, I'm, I'm really bad with pain. I am like I'm the guy who, oh, uh, when I got my COVID shot, I'll score my little fucking bitch. Oh, dead ass. I was sitting there. I'm like, 
sitting at the convention center like yo save that <gasps> mommy and she's so like mad. she's like i'm gonna poke it because i'm covered in tattoos yeah, i have a i have voltron on my arm if people don't know it's like an 80s robot superhero yeah. she was like i'm gonna poke this guy right in the eye <laughs> and i was like oh you think you're funny and then she puts it in i'm like oh shit and i was like it hurt because that uh, needle was thick it, oh i it's like it. an outline needle man it's, it hurt i was like i don't Damn. i don't fuck with piercings and i don't fuck with shots wow yeah. I, <laughs> like getting my covid shot i've rather sit there eight hour tattoo all day long 100 percent. not really tattoo or piercings too like i've just got my septum done yeah and, uh my nose done I got this, which is the conch, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, I, when I got that done, no, I cannot do piercings. I can't like stretching was hell to me. Oh man! I have no. a piercing question for you. So I want to get my ears pierced. Is that weird at thirty nine years old to get my ears no. pierced? No. All right, I'm doing, I'm doing it. Doing what you are or like makes you happy. It's you never too late for that. Yeah, I yeah. always wanted to do it. My dad was like, nah, but my dad was also against my tattoos. So <laughs> growing up, my mother gave me three rules to to not do. <laughs> no piercings. Same. No tattoos. Same. <laughs> no motorcycle. <laughs> wow. Yeah, those are the three. Wow. I did all three, and I'm. Um, it was one of those. This one that stuck in my head, and I got my ears pierced my senior prom. I just did it. Anyway. I was I was very rebellious when I was a kid, yeah. and um, uh, yeah, and she told me those three things, and and you know, she's a very traditional Asian woman who has like really like strong. Like you know what I mean? Values like values, yeah, yeah. like you know, like I go to that. school, the whole nine, become a doctor, like my the whole Asian co- fucking. Yeah, my friends Koreans and his family is the same. Oh way. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I got the same. You know, when people come from a different country and they have certain ways, and then their kids are brought up in America, which are completely opposite of other countries, right? Yeah, what well, a lot of people don't understand, especially like you know the whole minority issue that we have in America. Like you don't understand, especially the first generation, the pressure, like. I bet man. people migrated to America for freedom. The yeah, the, that's what we preach, right? All the time. Yeah, and you know, so like my parents like escaped the Vietnam War, mm. so they went through like the hardship, the you know all that, like Damn. leaving the family, the whole nine, to give me a better opportunity. That's why they're so hard on these traditions. Like I fled a war. So you're gonna, my roots. Right. You're gonna came in America. One of these things. Yeah. No, I understand why they push it so hard. Oh, gotcha. you know what I mean? Like yeah, they yeah. sacrifice their life for a better life for you. Yeah, and yeah. that's like I, you know, left my country. So you better try to be a doctor. Try to be this. Oh, gotcha. That's where that okay. comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Have you been back there from where your family's from? I've been back as a kid. Yeah. Um, but I, I would appreciate it a lot more when I go now, and that's something that I was with my sister. Uh, my birthday is next week, um, which I'm flying to Italy. But I did a, a close um, birthday celebration with myself and my, a lot of my close friends and my sister two days. What's today? Tuesday. Uh, on Sunday, and um, and yeah, and I just lost my train of thought. Is it only two of you? You and your sister? I just I don't know this side of you, so I was wondering. You just mentioned your sister. Is there more more mice? <laughs> um. And if you don't talk to them, it's, that doesn't matter. I just wanted to know if you were one of if your my dad was a whore. Oh, okay, so you have like step brothers and stuff. Yeah, there's there's there's, there's one brother I didn't meet. Okay, um, I have two half sisters that that's with my father now. And okay, me and Jesse. Yeah, um, and then I have another sister Tracy and mm-hmm. my brother Don. I have like a, a, a bunch of them, and it's 
too much for podcast. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just wanted to know because like I have, I have, uh, I have, you know, I have a half brother, half sister, mm-hmm. two half sisters, and my dad was, you know, he's married. He's my dad's ninety one, so like he, I have my older brother's sixty two. Wow. And so Jesus. I have a niece that's thirty one. So like, wow. I have a very interesting family yeah. dynamic, right? So that's I was cool. just, I was always wondering, you know, other people because like. You know, I know, you know, nightlife, Dave. So that's why I wanted to have you on this podcast because I, I find you so interesting. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure other people do too. I hope this. Yeah, I, I, that's, I why, I, that's why I wanted is, to get but... out of the business part because I wanted people, yeah. I wanted to start with that, but I want people to know where all yeah. these things come from, right? Yeah. And like a lot of things come from family, right? So mm-hmm. like my brother, he's the reason why I kind of like a lot of the things I do, like, like why Voltron's on my arm? Mm-hmm. My two, he was two years. My I have a brother from my 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 dad's latest marriage. Right, uh, was me and my brother Mike. So he's two years older than me, right? So he's the reason why I like Voltron. I like wrestling, Back to the Future, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of molded me and who to who I am today, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I wouldn't have liked any of those things. Because mm-hmm. like I'm looking up to what my brother's doing. Yeah, yeah what's my what's my my brother's listening to this. My brother got me into punk music. Yeah. That's right. And my buddy Tommy, you know, yeah. that lives across the street. But like it's crazy how family can kind of like kind of mold you mold you kind of and give you like a little bit of a path, right? Like they, they give you like that starter path, right? And you're following it, following it, and then the things they show you kind of help you branch off into other things. Mm-hmm. You know? It's pretty crazy how that works. My, my upbringing was complete opposite, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's actually complete opposite. Really? Yeah. So was she following you? No. Oh, you mean like you guys we weren't separate ways? Well, we're totally different now. Like me and Mike are totally different. Well, we have a couple of common interests like baseball and stuff like that, but we're complete opposite people now. Um, but, I had a good childhood. Yeah. But um, we weren't neglected. So like the, the experience is very different. Yeah. I so. I don't want to go like too deep into no, it. No, it's like, fine. Yeah, no. Uh, example, like, you no, know, me and my sister were never close growing up. Okay. But um, we're extremely close now is because, you know, when we get older, we realize like who truly has your back. Facts. Right? So like my sister is one of my best friends. Like I love her to death. She's the only one that would take a bullet for like she's everything in my life is my sister. I'm like title this podcast that. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, crazy. Yeah. Wow. And like we don't have a, like a super strong relationship. It's it's a mixture of one like I respect her as an individual, uh, two like that's my sister. That's like I grew up with her. Like that's all we have is each other. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety percent of my family is like my sister. Right. And that's all it is. Are you older or younger? Older. Older. Okay. Yeah, and like you know, growing up, whatever it may be like neglected or whatever it is, she grew up as her own person. I grew up, but at the end of the day, we like met up again and like. Now, like, that's one of my best friends. So Love that, man. Yeah. and that's awesome. We'd influenced each other. We were both rebels. We were both, like... She tatted up and good in fashion. Yeah, she's... She thinks she has more tattoos than me, which is, I think is absolutely fucking crazy. I don't crazy. think I've ever so, met her. You read this, you do not more have... You do not have more tattoos than me. <laughs> I'm have her admit it. Yeah, yeah. I'll have her on it, then she can say the same thing about you, right? Like, so, oh, you're on more tattoo. <laughs> is she in the fashion? Bitch. Is she fashionable huh? like you, too? Um... She's she's very similar to me. We're both very passionate people, but mm-hmm. in different different, different worlds. Aspect. But similar worlds too, right? Like she's in food and beverage. She's in nightlife. And, you know, she's bartending, she's managed, she's she has her own like aspirations and she's a extremely hard worker, so am I. We just we we're different people but similar. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So like You can tell both, she's your sister. Yeah. 
Okay. Like, well, obviously, we look similar, but yeah, like yeah. we we have fifty percent of me is like exactly like her, and the other half is like completely opposite, and that's what like that's what the beauty of it. Yeah, right. Love and, that and man. I would love to work with her one day, is because like the similarities, like how we see things, how we visualize business is similar. Um, the creative aspect might be different, right? Like fashion or tattoos or whatever may be different, but we have same values. We work very hard. We're very passionate people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so, love that, man. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Cool. So I asked you to have two questions for me. I think I already answered one, but was that one of their questions? What? My top three jobs. Was that one of my questions I asked you to bring? It's – no. Actually, that, that okay. kind of came out of nowhere because it's – like I said, you know, the, the three dream jobs kind of like makes you, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so what's what one of the questions you had for me? I don't have one prepared. Oh, I told you to be prepared, David. Well, I asked you that. Well, that was my question. Man. Okay, so that the top that I I kind of gave those things, but yeah, because this is kind of part of the show where I kind of like just in case you wanted to know something about me that you haven't yeah you haven't known yet. So if, if you could think of something, something I didn't wait that, that something that you don't know about me that you would want to know that you or maybe didn't think of right like you didn't know i was a break dancer i didn't know you mm-hmm. were one either that's crazy how can i ask that if i don't know it well no that <laughs> you could have been like well what got you into djing or like what brought you in the nightlife break dancer brought me into nightlife right so like those kind of things okay um <laughs> i gotta have one what what made you obsessive over sneakers like what like, I understand the concept that's, of it. That's a great fucking But, like, question. everyone... I don't think anyone's ever asked me that Like, before. everyone, like... There's a lot of people who love sneakers, right? There's the quote-unquote sneakerheads, right? But, right. So, I think what... Oh, but you, man. specific is Air Maxes, which is very different from most people. Right, yeah. Right? I, Do you agree? I mean, I I, I'm not a sneakerhead, so I don't know that industry as well. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I have a I lot. I find that, like, pretty... Not odd, but, like... Interesting. Like, yeah, you're specific Air Maxes. Yeah, yeah. I don't wear my Jordans much anymore. Yeah. I don't. Am I wrong? Is, is, no, it's the Air Maxes, right? I have, yeah, I have two pros of them right here. <laughs> um, I'm more so the Air Maxes are running shoe, right? Cause a runner shoe, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm more about comfort now than as I get older. Like, I barely wear my Jordans. They're the most uncomfortable shoe that you can put on mm-hmm. your foot, especially DJing yeah. for four and a half hours. It's like Man. that's a lot. To stay on your feet, so I'm I'm wearing stuff that's comfortable. Air Max 90s, Air Max 95s. Sorry, I sound old. Right. I need some. <laughs> I need some like uh, like uh, what are they? Doctor Scholl implants. You start pulling shoes. out fucking Crocs. Yeah. I hate you, Crocs lovers. I I have fucking hate Crocs. So, do you know the company Staple in New York? Mm-mm. They have like a pigeon as their logo. Oh, they're kind of streetwear, so I thought maybe you'd know. So I, like, I'm into fashion, but you think I would know? No, I I don't go like. Deep into like name brands and stuff like okay. fashion to me. Is- well, they're they I, they're kind of like Stussy a little bit, but mm-hmm. anyway, it doesn't matter. So yeah, they yeah. came out with a Croc, right? And you know, like the new they're. I, fucking hate Crocs. I know. So I had never worn them, David. It's okay. I, I think I some bought, people can rock Crocs yeah. really well. Um, I me personally, them. I fucking hate Crocs. I bought them but, on a bet. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> So I was like, it, it sounds like you lose a lot of bets. Yeah, I know. It was uh, terrible. Football so, season's nowhere near. Yeah, so, so they were they're bet, silver. Huh? They're silver, right? Like shiny kind of. And mm. you know, like the niblets that go on it? They're very New York inspired. There's a pigeon, there's a rat. No idea what you're talking about. Well, they, they have like these like accessories they can put in the holes, right? <laughs> so they have like a pigeon. They have like. A, a, Are we still talking about sneakers? No, it, it's <laughs> not, not Crocs. And, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, and yeah. the top of it, yeah. the top of the croc looks like a pigeon foot okay they're sick 
I'm, I actually, sounds cool. Yeah, I kind of want to wear them. I have, I'm afraid to, though. I don't know if I can pull them off. I've had them for a year. People tell me I can pull off anything. And the reason why I can pull off anything because I'm confident. The way you walk within what you're wearing is everything. Yeah. The yeah. attitude is everything. Yeah. And you've said yeah. that to me before. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I can do that. It goes back to the confidence part. But I do that with shoes, that, yeah. though. Like, I have some yeah. wild See? shoes. Like, those Jurassic Park shoes. They're wild. Yeah, I would, I would never wear them in a million years, but... I can I can see someone rock the hell out of those. Yeah, oh absolutely. yeah, for sure. I personally can. That's yeah. that's too much for me. Yeah, yeah I did it. I was like, people were. That's I bold. Was break, I was breaking. to me. That's bold. Yeah, I was breaking <laughs> next with those Jones. Like I'm gonna put them over here. With yeah, <laughs> for the people on the camera, you can see it. <laughs> it looks like the Jeep from Jurassic Park. I, it's yeah. I I can't do it, but I can I can see like like I said, like everyone has a different view of things. Yeah, I bought them I, I, for I the nostalgic purpose yeah. of. Oven. It's cool though. Yeah, had them for two but years, wore them once I'm, I'm to a '90s party. Yeah, that's fine. I wore them to a '90s party. I figured it was a. Uh, I did a oh, '90s theme party. It worked yeah. perfectly, right? So I was like, oh, I'll just wear these because I've had them for two years and mm-hmm. haven't worn them yet. <laughs> what, what what made it like? What made it obsessive though? Like the, the so sneaker that's, party. I don't really know, man. I just see sneakers and I like them. I was like, I just buy them, and like mm-hmm. I figured it's kind of like your wardrobe, right? I buy a new shirt. I buy something new. Like mm-hmm. I always have something to match it with. Yeah. Always. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Like always have something to match it. But that's because I'm the mindset of the matching, 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 matching. Now I, I think I need this I, so I can get this to get this to, to match this. <laughs> it sounds horrible to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. Not, not knocking people who do it. Not no, knocking it. No, but me a, personally is like, like, it's like, I, oh, I don't match see, head yeah. to toe now, but like <laughs> my shirt is matching my shoes. Always. Like cause growing up, that's that's what that was in fashion. Like we're matching a purple hat or a purple shirt, purple shoes. Like Yeah, like camera. That was whatever it may be, it was just like Yeah. Now camera was like pink though. He yeah, it's pink like cringe to see now. I was like, man, I used to do that. Like fuck. Yeah. Oh man. I you you definitely opened my eyes like listening to you talk about fashion because like now I'm gonna start I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna see if I can do it. it because people are used to be matching. So, like, yeah. me not matching, that might be my thing. Like, being close-minded in fashion happens uh, a lot more than you think. Because, like, even for me, I didn't get into sneakers until probably, like, maybe four years ago. And uh, Dennis uh, Menace. Yeah. Um, shout out to him. Dear friend of mine. Love you to death. <laughs> um, Everybody loves that kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, I bust his balls all the time. He's a sneakerhead, I keep too. texting him, you don't love me. Yeah. I don't think you do, but... Um, <laughs> Just kidding. I, I know you love me, but um, he's a big sneakerhead too. Yeah, and um, that's one of our common things. You know, uh, a fun fact: when I when I moved to Philly, I moved to Philly six years now. I never owned a pair of sweats or a sneaker six years ago, or denim. I did not own any of those three. I did not own a piece of that when I moved to Philly. That's how vanilla it was. Well, that's how enclosed I felt. Wow. It, it was a personal thing. I know that yeah, I could wear denim all these things, but like I was just so, so like Philly was, must have been like a culture shock for you. Huge man. culture shock, and I'm a super cultural person. I'm a super open minded person. And I I have nothing but love for this city. Um, I'm probably going to spend the rest of my life here and retire here, and, and if I get lucky enough to start a family here, we'll be in Philadelphia. And yeah, I just had a lot of love for this city, man. Just the open mindedness, open mindedness of this place. Knowing that it's not always greener to the other side, it's about like where you water it, right? It's yeah, cringy. Wow. That's another great. Yeah, you, yeah. It's all. It's, you, it's you're giving some knowledge. Yeah, here. and 
ask Dennis next time you see him. Yeah, yeah. Like, he takes credit for it. When I bought him for a sneaker, like he was. Yeah, you were on wants for a minute. I, that started because Dennis. Yeah. And every time I like bought a sneaker, I would text him like, "Look what I got." I, I felt like proud, like Dennis. I just got sneakers. Yeah. I, I never. Remember, ordered, I remember busting your. Never chops. wore sneakers. Yeah. Yeah, I busted your chops yeah. once because you were buying so many ones. <laughs> I, like, I stopped wearing ones now, but at. It shows you like my growth. Or, yeah, when you started wearing like the Reebok Classics, the C's, and yeah. all, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I started with the C's. I, I, when yeah. I got into the sneaker game, I was trying to find like what fit like like me, like yeah. my muse. And like you had one of you have one of my favorite C's, uh, the off white ones with the green. Oh, Reebok green and green. Oh, that oh, yeah, off white that. is so yeah. dope. I love that color. It's like. It's very neutral, very uh, – I just love that, those off-color yeah. ones. That, that's, a, that's what opened the doors for me. I used to get these, like, neutral or these, like, not as flamboyant or bold sneakers, and it kind of, like, opened doors to, like, the ones. And and, and, I, and for two years, I felt deeply in love for ones. No, not so much anymore. I haven't bought ones in a while. I have a huge collection, and I still love them, but, like, it just shows you the evolution of, like – someone's fashion sense like well, this yeah. is four years ago bro like, yeah like, like the, i'm in the, fashion 20 years the top left the black cement threes are from 2010 oh geez right yeah. and then ones but next to them are where the revamped versions but then you have shoes like they're up there they're my reebok collection right my reebok oh, collection is hard right Shit, yeah like all and i buy those because they're comfortable the materials and everything so my my sneaker just because I have Jordan because they were in. Mm-hmm. I went completely left. Yeah. Like no one's buying the '90s Reeboks anymore. No one's doing <laughs> that. No one's buying custom shoes. Like I have two pairs of custom shoes that are expensive. Yeah. No one's buying Jurassic Park <laughs> Reeboks, right? <laughs> so like, it's weird how how things evolve like that. Yeah, like and your fashion, it, whether it's you know, your wardrobe or your sneakers. Yeah, like you know the the saying. I don't know the exact saying, but you know how like you know every. Um, trend always repeats itself, right? Yeah, like, oh, bro. Skinny jeans, it's going to come back soon. I hope so, all these things. I hope so, because I still wear skinny jeans. <laughs> my my fashion set evolves or, or cycles like that, but much more sporadically, right? Like, I do it every year where, like, baggy clothes can be in for the next five years and go back to skinny. And five, you know what I mean? This is about, like, it's like three music. to five year, yeah. like, rotation. Mm-hmm. My sense rotates every six to, to a year. Like, what I wore last winter is completely what I wear, different than what I wear now. Like, last year, like, last winter, I was wearing all street clothes. This year is a lot more, like, neutral tones. I like, didn't notice that. Yeah, every year, it, it changes. It yeah. just rotates, and, like, wow. my, it just happens much quicker. So, like, with the sneaker thing, like I was never into sneakers, and then when I got into it, I went heavy into like you know, the the mochas, the yeah whatever. I remember, right? the, yeah, you were diving the blues, yeah. like all the all these things, diving into it. Now I'm rotating back to the neutrals again, so I'm getting a lot of Vans, a lot of like Blazers now, like going back to like the neutral, like the Reeboks. I'm think I'm think I don't own a pair of New Balances, but I'm thinking about that, like love like going balance. away from the more like street look, right? And I know that in three years, and go back. Like yeah. me personally, gonna go back. Like I'm gonna start rocking all my ones again. Yeah, and so I'm like wearing my Drews and, and stuff now. Yeah, like you know? those old school uh, New Balances that are popular now. Every brand is bringing those back. Like Saucony's bringing back yeah. theirs now, which are fire. Like yeah. that. But you know, all inspired these brands is Reebok. It always comes yeah. back to Reebok classics, Reebok. man. Always comes back to the classics. I mean, I could be wrong, but didn't Reebok? No, that was Adidas. They fucked up with the Jordan signage signing. Uh, Converse. Oh, Converse. Yeah, yeah. It's Converse. Yeah. yeah. So, which is 
Nike, actually. Yeah. Well, now is Nike, but no, was it? Oh, I, I, I know whatever I, whatever brand it was. Yeah, I, it was, uh, I think it was Converse. If yeah, I'm not I, I believe it was Converse too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Reebok was somebody else. Yeah, but Reebok got big off of Shaq. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> like he made that brand. It's it's the same reason why I hoard all my clothes because I know that I'm gonna go through these phases, and these phases are gonna always gonna cycle. Wow. On top of that, like I, I have think different, I have a phase, different different <laughs> different genres. Yeah, but like it's if you see like. If you you're you're scrolling through your feed and you see an outfit that you think I could pull off, send it to me, and I'm gonna try to do my best. <laughs> that's, that's that's tough. It's it's well, you know my personality, right? You know me, right? Mm-hmm. I w- I want to see how you think I, if you think I could pull something off. Um, how do I explain Cause this? Because I because I I, resp- I would respect I respect your fashion sense and your opinion. So like I would definitely try to my best to rock it. This 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 is what people don't understand. I oh. get offered to be people's stylists all the time, and and people don't okay. and people don't understand that like styling someone like having someone to style someone is actually the opposite of what fashion styling is, right? Styling fashion, it's you. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna hire someone else who don't know who the fuck you are, yeah? And how you feeling or what you think to style you? Mm. I'm, that's why I'm always against it. I would never do it. Wow. I, I can't. I can I can put on what I think make you look good, but that's fake as fuck, right? Yeah. And like that's doing fashion disservice. Fashion is a self expression. Wow, that's what it is, yeah. And I would never style someone. I can I can style you, but I would never do it. Wow, right? Like that's actually eye opening. You that know what makes I mean? A lot of sense. Like you can be focused on your DJing or your podcast stuff like that. that can be your, your strong suit, your personality, and like or whatever it may be. I I don't know what you're feeling, what you're seeing, what like I could put something on, but. I can put something something crazy that you don't think, but if you're not confident in it or you don't like how I'm not doing anything for you, you're just wasting money at that point. And yeah. that point, and that and and me styling you, and making you look a certain way, it, it's fake. Because then you're going to out there like, oh, David puts his outfit together, like, oh, he thinks pink goes well with brown or whatever it may be. You're just rocking me. You're not yeah. rocking Tonka. You're not rocking Vander Slice. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, That's Over fake. Burr, 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 yeah. <laughs> if if people don't know, I hate. <laughs> you know fake shit and like yeah. that's that's why I don't know how no fake pants yeah that's I, actually I, I a really good way of looking yeah. at it yeah so never mind fuck me cause yeah. I I'm just gonna start dressing I'm just gonna keep doing me yeah <laughs> it, no, instead of like getting me to do it like you could do it cheaper for free by opening your mind be more bold trying new things that you don't know fuck what people think yeah fuck what people like what you wear no don't worry about what like do you yeah. explore yourself and what makes you comfortable what makes you happy yeah like, dress for yourself like wow that's you act- can't you can't pay for that you can't no. pay size to do that no shit. No, no no that's that. actually that's actually that's actually a really good place to end it guys <laughs> so do what makes you happy at the end yeah. of the day dress yeah. do whatever ever in your life that makes you happy yeah and like the worst thing someone can do is lend other people decide your end goal, like you, right. like don't know. Yeah, fuck what people think. Right. That's why I'm doing this podcast because I don't give a fuck what people think anymore. Yeah, boom, love it. That fu- <laughs> there it is. There it is. Great place to end it. David Mai, Talk with Tonka, episode nine, yeah. which is kind of funny because I probably should have had nine on at on nine instead of one. So whatever. Um, so you guys have been tuning in with Talk with Tonka, episode nine. Um, for the people on YouTube, right below me, you'll see Talk with Tonka. Uh, that's my Instagram. At, at DJ Tonka underscore. That's my personal Instagram. And then my my guest, David Mai, his is uh, Instagram is at by dot 
David Mai. Yes. Right? And it'll be right below him on the screen. Make sure you follow uh, him on Instagram. His content is dope. If you're listening on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify, all the links are the below. David, thanks for having me, man. Of course. Of course. Right, thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being here. This is your podcast. So. That's, that's the second time I've ever done that. I've done that before, too. Thanks for being here. It's my podcast, Talking with Talking with David. Talking <laughs> talk with my. That's actually, that's actually really good. That's That should be. My talks. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, yeah, my talks. My speaks. My speaks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, see you guys next Thursday, 8 p.m. Peace. My love. My love.